You just can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can. I don't, you know, it's like, and I always try to tell people or warn people in LA, like here in Arizona, you go apartment hunting, there's a leasing office, it's gated, whatever. LA, there's no leasing office. Like he, your landlord either lives there or they don't. Like in, if there's no, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I always say if your apartment has a leasing office, it's going to be expensive in LA. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah. You're definitely paying, you know, if you want the leasing office, it's clearly over 2,500 for a one bedroom. What well, really for a studio? Let's start there. You want a one yeah. bedroom, you're looking at over 3,000, over 3,200. For that leasing office for to have some support. Office. That's not even including if you want amenities. All right, you want a gym? Mm-mm, that's 5,000. Yeah. A pool? <laughs> 6,000, okay. <laughs> Right. Like my apartment in LA, no gym, no pool, no leasing office. It was literally just what you need. Yes. Okay. In a courtyard. And it really just depends on the person. And so like if you can afford, you know, all the amenities, cool, cool, cool. But for me, I'm like, I just need a roof over my head, some cool neighbors, and you know, somewhere decent enough to stay. I don't want to have to stay somewhere where I have to have a knife under my pillow. But okay. as, as long as I have that, I'm cool. Like right now, I don't have um, parking in my building. I have to do street parking. Mm-hmm. And uh, LA's parking is horrible because everybody is doing street parking. And so, but I'm yeah. like, listen, if that takes off $200, <laughs> I'm circling the block. All right? I'll do what I Really? Need. Yeah. I'm circling the block. I'm taking an Uber. If I don't have the money for the Uber, hey, girl, can you come get me? <laughs> Pick me up. So... It's, you do what you have to do. I'm like, I'll take off. If it takes off, I'll do it. I hate it, but I'll do it. Yeah. No, I get that. Wow. You okay, just, listen. Okay. That's LA. You just you gotta, gotta make it work. Yes, you gotta make it work for you. What? Yeah. What are you willing to have? Do you want a dishwasher or do you don't want a dishwasher? Do you want right. AC or do you want a ceiling fan? It's just <laughs> what do you want? You to gotta do? choose. You gotta choose. Yeah. Yeah, that is so true. Um, well, I have one last question for you, just kind of high level. What is the dating scene like in LA? Uh, there is pee in the pool. I will take it back. Yes, there is. There is. <laughs> when I lived there, I went on a couple like hinge dates, but I didn't date anybody or see anybody exclusively. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like focused on work and had partying and getting out of there when it was time to go. But for you, what's that scene like? You know, it, for me, it hasn't it hasn't been the best. I feel like it could be worse. I don't even know how it could be. And I don't want to speak that over me, but I'm like, it could be worse. <laughs> but for me, it's just um, already. So being a gay black male, it's just the pool is small. So if you want to date other mm-hmm. like gay blacks, you have to find where we all kind of hang out. So we have luckily like a one, two promoters where you can try to meet people. If you want to meet people in person, if you don't want to do, if you want to do the old fashioned way, meet people in person, the pool is small already. If you want to, you know, meet everybody, every ethnicity, everything like that, you can get on the apps and stuff like that. But just everybody, and I'll say at least for the gays, we all know each other some way, somehow. You're dating somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. Like, it's just, got it. as long as you can get that out of your mind and don't try to compare it to anything, it can be cool. 
but it's a lot of just like texting. It's a lot of situationship. It's like back and forth. All right. So now I'm your pen pal. For me, it's just like, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Silent. Then we get to, okay. Hey, how are you? Nice little combo. Let's meet up for a date. Ghost. Okay. Uh-huh. Again, let me try it again. Hey, how are you? Nice little combo. Let's meet up for the date. Get to the date. First day is horrible. And so I've had some luck that I'm thankful for, but it's just, for me, for some reason, it's not been sticking. I'll say it's, on some ends, it is myself. I'll, you know, I'll take accountability and be like, yeah. okay, maybe, you know, I thought I was looking for this, but I'm not really looking for that. And, you know, on other ends, it's been the other guy. I did, you know, date somebody who I, who low-key kind of fooled me. Um, mm. I met him on the app on Hinge, and he was living in Seattle, but he had it for L.A., yes. And so I ended up, you know, meeting him, connecting with him, vibing with him. Everything was going good. He would come out to L.A., come see me. I'm like, oh. wow, yes. That's what he yes, girl. And so I'm like, okay, great. And then, you know, when I'm thinking, like, we're in it. It's four months in. I said, okay, you know, I'm, I'm a title person. So I'm like, I want to be known as your man, you know, as your boyfriend type of thing. Um, things start getting a little rocky, get a little fishy. And out of the blue, I knew he was getting ready to ghost because the communication slowed down and the church stopped coming in, you know. So he ended up just ghosting out of nowhere. And I'm like, wow, here I am thinking we're building something and now you gone. But funny thing is, he ended up moving to L.A. and I just ran into him about maybe like four months ago out in my neighborhood, like randomly at the club. So I'm like, wow, you said you were coming out here for me. Then you ghost, and then you come out here anyway. So, but was it awkward? It was actually because okay. <laughs> sure was because I'm like, no, this man is not. I I didn't even heard from him to the point where I thought he had passed away. I was even oh. <laughs> it was that bad. I had texted him even months before, like, hey, my homegirl said, you know, maybe I should text you just to see if you're still alive. Lol, aka, are, are you alive? Nothing. So right. I'm like, okay, I'll go on social media. Nothing posted. No story. No nothing. And then just to see him in the blue in my club, you know, I consider him my club because, you know, it's a place I go to all the time. I'm like, oh, not only you're in LA, but you're alive. And so. <laughs> you ain't dead. <laughs> you ain't dead, nigga. But <laughs> it's just like, okay. But after I got over that, I went on some other dates and just nothing sticking. I don't know if everybody's just looking for the next best thing, looking for like, oh, and again, like, okay, what can you do for me? And it's just like, oh, people will be like, oh, I'm looking for, you know, love or relationship, things like that. But nobody wants to really put in the work. Nobody wants to get to know somebody or everybody's too scared to, you know, open up to somebody. I'm like, at my big age, I'm ready to, you know, I'm, hang it up. You can't be, don't get me wrong. I love a good club. I love a good lounge, but like, I can't do this forever and Mm -hmm. I don't even want to sometimes I would like to stay in and you know be laid up with somebody sometimes I want to text a boo after brunch with my girls like hey boo brunch is done you know what I'm saying right come get me come sit in silence with me like that's it it's not much but yeah for me it's just it's been hit or miss I've had some good ones and I've had some not so good ones and it's just like wow I can't even believe just situationships and mm-hmm. it really weighs a toll on me because I'm just like, 
how long could I keep doing this circle? This just this cycle of hello or on the apps, you match, hello, you talk, done. Yep. It's just like how long are we gonna keep doing this? When does it end? When does it just be like, I'm feeling you, I'm feeling you, you know, I'm feeling you, you're feeling me. What let's do this thing. I don't know why it's so complicated. Yeah. I don't know. It truly is. But I know and it's sometimes I'd be lying to say if I just didn't think like I would be alone forever, it'd just be me on this couch and my plants and just <laughs> be a plant dad forever. But I try to keep hope because I'm like, I know my man is out there. He may not be in LA because right. as soon as I leave the city, it's a whole other situation. I get, you know, play. I can, you know, find a man, you know, ready somebody to give me the white picket fence. It's great. Right. It's just like, okay, how do I get you from there to LA? Or how mm-hmm. do I get myself from LA to you? And would you leave LA? I would. Shockingly, yeah, for the right man. What? Okay. <laughs> for the man. You wouldn't go without just to go, like just to leave LA. But it would be like a relationship or pursuing a relationship. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think about like maybe I could live on the East Coast because I do like Boston. I have family there. So I'm like, maybe I could live in Boston. Maybe I could do Atlanta. But I think oh. I would, I know. But I was like, I think I would definitely want to move for a relationship. If a man, if I, right. if I was vacationing somewhere, like when I went to Houston, I met a wonderful guy. It just didn't happen. Just didn't. We didn't keep it together because long distance is tough, and not everybody's right. equipped for that. And so, but if that would have kept up, I'm gonna be like, okay, let's let's see what we're looking like. You know, ten to twelve months, nine to twelve months, and so I'd make the move. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, I got to get there. <laughs> but in the meantime, I'm just doing my own thing, you know, trying to enjoy me being single because once the time comes and I'm laid up and I got to boo, I'll be like, man, I wish my single days. You know what I mean? Right. You're going to be like, dang, can I get a, day, a night alone? Yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> and I just, you know? I just been um, really focusing, like, you know, on my friendships. I'm like, I could just build those, make those tighter, tighter with my girls and call it a day. And hopefully I find a man along the way. I delete the apps. I download them again. I delete them. I said, all right, when I'm, when I delete it, I'll tighter friendships with my girls. When I bring it back, it's still my girls, but you know, a little bit of dating in there. Good for you, Howard. Mm-hmm. It's tough, but it's tough for everybody, which is why I also don't put too much stress on it. Cause I know mm-hmm. My girls who, you know, straight girls, they're having problems with these men out here. Yes. Even some of my hometown friends who I bring them out to the city, they're still in the desert. What, what we call the high, the desert, the high desert, Ponder Lancaster. When I bring them down here, they're like, why don't the men approach me? They make them, like, some of my girls be like, dang, am I not cute? Like, they, do, do I have stuff on my face? I'm like, no, the guys don't approach girls out here. Like the guys think they the bad ones, you know, they the baddies on the block. And so yep. it's just like that. Nobody wants to be rejected. So nobody approaches. Yeah. Nobody wants to be rejected. So nobody approaches. And I think you hit the nail on the head with LA specifically. I think I thrived there because everyone was single mm-hmm. and I was single. Yep. So it's like fun because everybody's single. Yes. But like, you know, nobody wants to commit. Like, <laughs> right. So like relate like friendship wise is fun because all your homegirls are single yes. and lit. All the homeboys are single and lit. Mm. But when it's time to settle down, you're like, oh, we're single and lit. Like we're not we love this is a lifestyle. Okay. <laughs> right. 
employee. Or they'd be like, oh, we just hanging out. Just hang, I'm seeing you every other day. That's just a hangout. We're in our 30s. Exactly. What are you talking about? It's just like, okay, sir, what? And that's the thing. It's, it's a lifestyle. Oh, they want to continue that lifestyle. Like, oh, why would I, why would I, you know, stop and be committed to one while I'm single and lit and I can have this one and do this and do that? And it's just mm-hmm. like, okay. But we didn't talk about that. You know what I mean? Right. It also doesn't help that LA is one of those places where, I always say, what do I say about LA? It, you're like in a, like a, there's time doesn't exist in LA, right? Mm. So you're at the club or you're at the restaurant. You're there's 60 year old men out there still dating and sleeping with 20, like yes. 20, 30 year old women, like nothing. And we, and we, you see an old man at the club. You're not like, Oh, whose uncle is that? That's probably a movie director <laughs> or, you know, you don't, you know, like that's Martin Scorsese. Like we don't know who, you know, but it's like that, that idea that you don't age in LA. There is no time. There's no sense of time in LA. 20 years will pass and you're 60 at the club. Yeah. But like you look, you, you, there is no looking up and realizing it until you get out of LA and you're like, whoa, but when you're in it, yes, you're just in it. And so you're dating young people and like, it just, you don't feel like you're missing anything. Cause you can have anybody you want. Yes. Wow. Wow. Destiny, that's a good one. I even I only like know yeah. this since I left. I literally feel like I was like in the sunken place. I literally now that I'm on the outside, I'm like, LA. <laughs> <laughs> because you're looking at like your peers and stuff. You're like, okay, so and so was married with two kids. So and so's doing bought a house and doing that and doing that. When you're in LA, you're just like, I'm just having a good time. I'm out here going for the dream. And like you said, time doesn't exist. Like it's just like you you don't age. I'm doing my dream. I'm I'm hustling, I'm having fun. And then once you get to, you know, <laughs> middle America or, you know, landlocked state, you're like, ooh, ooh, wait a minute. All of a sudden I'm 60 and I, I don't really have nothing Listen. to show for it. Where is my, you know, my savings? Where's my 401k? Where is the, like, I was popping, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And you're like, wait a minute. So this isn't, this isn't LA? This is Arkansas? Oh, okay. Right. No way. <laughs> Okay, I'll just take the horse in the back. Okay. Uh, uh, not the horse in the back. No, but it's true. And I always wonder because millions of people live in LA and thrive and they love it. And I miss LA. I loved my time in LA. Some of the best days of my life were in LA and I do miss it dearly. And some days thinking about going back. I don't know. I, I might come back. I don't know. But I, I miss it. I do. Um, I already have a job. My job is out there technically. So I have a job. I could always mm. like work that job. So that's kind of like a nice thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can always just tip you, put your toe in there, maybe sublease. Come out here for like six months, you know, and then go right back or, you know, yeah. you know, just put, put your toe back in LA, do a, do a summertime, how they do it on the, on the freaking shows, on the reality shows. They don't be living right. in LA. They just come out here for three to four months, film their show mm-hmm. and go right back home. You're right. And maybe I do need to try something like that. Cause yeah, I miss LA and it's so fun, but I do wonder how people live their long term and like what those things look like at the end of the day, 401k savings. Like, is it possible to save and live in LA? I don't know. I, know. I didn't save a dime <laughs> when I was there. <laughs> I guess it's possible if you just stay in the house the whole time, or maybe if you find, you know, get in a relationship, find your person and you're like, okay, we saving, we're living together. So hopefully we could save a little bit more and do all that. But I don't even know. I don't. The way gas is, the way these grocery prices are, it's just like nobody's saving. And then you're working three or four jobs on top of that. So it's just like, okay, I'm trying to save, but I got this bill. I got this credit card bill. So I got to get a job to pay this, a job to pay this bill. It's just like, 
ridiculous. By the by the end of the it day, is. you have nothing. And if you want to go out to eat, that's a hundred dollars off that. So <laughs> easy, easy. Even McDonald's, you're spending fifty dollars. So <laughs> easy. The burger ain't two ninety nine no more. <laughs> that part, that part, yeah, that's true. L.A. has changed. That's true. Everything's expensive now, and yeah, I could only imagine L.A. You know, I thought things here were expensive, but I'm sure L.A. through the roof. It's just through the roof. But wow. yeah, I mean, hopefully things will turn around. But I say all that to say, I still love it. You know, I'll still take, yes, yes, still take the the horrible dating, still take you know the expensive prices. And just be wanting to do. As, as soon as I feel like my dream has been fulfilled, destiny fulfilled, you know what I mean? Right, right. But I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll yeah. do what I need to do and go somewhere else or um, maybe still stay in California, go up north or something because I like the Bay, San Francisco. So who knows? But San Francisco is just who expensive. Knows? But yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. San Francisco is very expensive. Ooh. <laughs> very expensive. But it's true. It's like the world is your oyster. And LA is great. It's a fun place. And I, a lot of people don't understand. They're like, how could you live in LA? It's it's hard to explain. LA, yeah. it's so magical. There's no way to explain how fun living there is. Again, granted, our experiences have been a little leaned because we work in industry, right? right? Like, right. so the after parties, all the, every night is a new event. That is a lit lifestyle. And I miss that. I miss going out every night. Yeah. I was going out every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not even getting like turned up, really. Just going out, you like just, just going out. to events. Yes. Out. I'm just out. Because the thing is, you really don't want to take it for granted because once it stops, it stops. Stops. And people right. don't understand that. Yeah, you get out here, you get in the industry, you get in the entertainment industry, but let's say if you got blackballed or somehow, or you said the wrong thing to the wrong producer at the wrong party, and they're like, you're off the list. Because even though LA is this big place, it's really small. It's small because, again, only so many of us are actually doing it. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Only the real ones who actually have the credentials are in the circle. So, yeah. <laughs> and when you see it like that, you realize, I'm going to go to the party and just enjoy myself. Don't say the be wrong quiet, thing. Get a drink and be quiet. Get, get you a free drink and some free food and shut it up. Okay. <laughs> Maybe and The only thing coming out of my mouth will be a compliment it, if I have to say something. Compliment everyone. Oh, yeah, you look great. Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm feeling that. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, you do what? Oh, yeah, okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. Because once some parties stop, they stop. But once you get into it, it you just wrapped up in it. You're mm-hmm. wrapped up in it because you're just like, wow, okay, I'm out here. I think even now with my first year, like technically being out here, I was wrapped up in it. I said, okay, the streets are kind of nice. But, you know. Yeah. They are nice. That's- yeah. And it's nice. When you're on the inside in L.A., it's great. Mm-hmm. So, Mm-hmm. I miss that. And listen, you be on me thinking, I'm like, man, let me come look at some apartments okay. and see what's rent looking like. Can I let go of the dishwasher? Maybe. <laughs> I have a dishwasher, hand. Howard. <laughs> and a garbage disposal. <laughs> I didn't have that before. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm oh. saying. Before I was doing it by hand, I said, all right. All right. You can't put too much stuff down the sink because you don't know. <laughs> Maybe I had the plunger. I'm like watching YouTube videos trying to fix the sink. Like, and uh, you know, like, I feel like I'm living a lap of luxury. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, am I ready to let that go? <laughs> you got an actual kitchen because sometimes you just have cupboards and that's it. 
That's it. Right. <laughs> and that's like, it. Cupboards and two counter spaces. Then, two. <laughs> Pick what you want to put on each one because that's all you got. You're going to cook on one and got your coffee pot on the other or <laughs> you, what, you pull your coffee pot out every morning. What are you going to do? What, do, what you going to do? Exactly. And it's like, do you really want to let all that go? It's just like, do I want to let that go? I don't know. But do you want to dream? You just got to outweigh the pros and the cons. Well, see, if I can be honest, Howard, I don't really know what the dream is anymore. I feel mm. like I've kind of faded from mm-hmm. the dream yep. per se, because I did have a taste of the dream for those year and a half I was there. So it's like, I don't feel like I fulfilled it fully. Like I still love to go back and party every night, especially since I'm single, I don't have kids, okay. I'm not dating. Yep. So I'm like, well, I have nothing to lose by being there. Exactly. Um, but you know, the dream, I kind of did fulfill that. I got, I did what I wanted and now I'm just chilling, <laughs> just you know? Chilling. Like I, yeah. I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really know what else there is to do maybe write a tv show that was the big dream but you know and i could still work towards that yeah you know yeah but but i feel you on that i completely feel you on that that's what i'm saying i think i'm that's how i thought i was like losing my niche i'm like well the dream is changing you know what i mean right it's changing yeah i thought i wanted this particular dream and then once you already feel like you've tasted that you're like Mm, maybe I don't. Maybe I need to maneuver. But then there's just so much of that gray area in between going to the next mm-hmm. dream where you're like, oh, what am I doing right here? You know what I mean? Then you're just living life. And so <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm just living, which is great, you know, living life. But I want to go to the next dream. And it's just like... Yeah. And figuring out what that is. I'm yeah. with you. And maybe it's a quarter, a quarter life crisis because I feel like I'm having that too where I'm like, what is the dream? Yeah. I don't want to just work and pay bills and die. And I... Right. You can do that easily somewhere like Arizona. So I'm like, well, what? You know, should I be out and mingling and mixing? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you never know. Maybe you have to create your own dream and then people will come into that dream. Maybe you're supposed to be there to create your own little um, mixer, Destiny. And I just... thought, when I first got here, I thought about it. Because what I kid you not, my friend, my childhood friend, she lives in Arizona and she lives in oh. close to Phoenix or something. Well, she lives 10 minutes away from the airport in Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. So I guess Phoenix, and she said she's had a hard time too finding friends. And I have another childhood friend I went to high school with, um, who's also out there, but they don't speak. And I'm like, why don't y'all connect? Because even if y'all didn't get along in high school, y'all are grown now. But, they're grown, right? <laughs> but they don't speak. But they both said they have so like they're having difficult. Both young black, you know, females, and it's just like, and I'm like, both of y'all are great. Just like yourself, I'm like, y'all are great. And so maybe destiny is something that you need to create. Because you're bringing people together on your podcast already. It's just like, okay, let me start, start with a small, you know, mixer. Get your Easter egg on. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. <laughs> we got y'all. You know what I mean? Okay, no, we got y'all. <laughs> because who, I might. I'm going to look into it. Yeah. Who else is feeling just like you're feeling? A lot of us, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, how do you find, you know, the girlfriends and stuff? Another, um, sorry, I know I'm long-winded, but another um, friend of mine out here who just, she was a childhood friend. We lost communication because she moved to Long Beach. She moved back to, uh, she moved to LA, literally ended up moving five minutes away from me. We connected and I was telling her, I was like, you need to get some LA friends, Um, you know, because it's it's tough out here. It gets lonely. And she was like, well, where do I find friends? I said, well, I found friends, you know, through, uh, you know, after buzz and like-minded things. So whatever you like to do, you should try to find friends like that. I know it's tough. And then um, we started talking and then I was like, well, have you tried Bumble? 
I guess Bumble Bumble has a Bumble BFF. And mm-hmm. so she got on that. And kid you not, she ended up finding like five girlfriends she's cool with. And so wow. now she has her own little group. I mean, we still hang out, but she's got her own little thing. So, I mean, I guess now people have like apps and things like that. And then um, I told her about it, but I had never actually tried it myself because I just saw like an ad for it. Then I went on there and I ended up finding like three homeboys because I wanted some gay gay friends, some guy friends. And I said, wait a minute. Y'all look cool. And we had the same interest because I was like, at the at the time, I said, you know, I was still in the streets. So I said, I want to find somebody who likes bars, you know, likes to drink here and there, not all the time, but, you know, <laughs> here and there. And you get to talking to people, you're like, hey, what do you do? And just different backgrounds, finance and somebody who's also in healthcare and another person who does, you know, acting. It's just, it was weird. It's crazy to think like you could just find friends off of an app. Because I'm thinking apps, I'm thinking relationships. Like right, romantic. Like yes. And I'm like, okay. And then I saw my homegirl do it and she has some good girlfriends. And I'm like, okay. And I, I ended up finding some great friends, some guy friends. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe a little, you know, Bumble BFF, see what's going on. I mean, of course, you're going to meet people you may not actually gel with. You know, it might right. be one thing on the app. And then once y'all meet a person, you're like, mm, I ain't feeling her. And this ain't it. Right. But at least right. you try it. And then you're putting off that scent. Like, okay, I'm looking for new friends. And then other people will yeah. smell bad. Mm-hmm. That is a good point. I um I have heard of Bumble BFF. And I've heard some good things. I've never uh, tried it, though. So I might add that to my list of things to do. Yeah. I'm not currently on the apps. I'm like, I'm taking a break from dating apps. I'm also taking a break from drinking. I'm 53 days sober today. Yes. So How long do you think you're going to go for? I don't know. I'm trying to just wow. go as long as I can. That's good. That is Dang. good. I'm California, I'm California sober, though. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so not fully, yeah. but no liquor. No liquor. Um. And California sober means weed, right? I want to make sure mm-hmm. I'm throwing that term around. I'm like, does that mean Coke or something? <laughs> I'm like, hold on. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking weed, but never Okay, I'm like, hold on. Because I'm like, you know, I'm not here to judge, but, you know, y'all do you. I don't. <laughs> can't do that <laughs> right me being like howard i'm 53 days sober but i still mess with coke every night like that's wild like i want to just make sure california sober means marijuana okay and it is legal in arizona for anybody okay uh but i'm like hold on let me just make sure i'm using that term correctly so yes i'm not drinking but i do participate in other recreational drugs uh just not alcohol right now i need to take a break myself i thought about it doing it for next month but i'm like i don't know because uh, I don't know. I don't rely on drinking, but you know, it's nice. It is nice. A nice little buzz. But try it, especially where you're at with the social events. Yeah. That's something I'm trying to start doing more social events without it and seeing how I feel. Yeah. Because it's definitely tough, especially when you go to an event and it's open bar. Lately, for whatever reason, I've been going to open bar events and I'm like, which is great. Which is and it's top shelf liquor. Top shelf. That's what it is. They always have Hennessy sponsor, Ciroc. It's always like something good you like for free yeah. all night. <laughs> Okay, and you just be going up there, and I'm just like, wait a minute, because you know, I'm like, I don't want the bartender to judge me, but I'm like, wait a minute, it's open bar, and you just see multiple people, you know, multiple people just going up there multiple times. Like, can I get another? Can I get? Can I get a drink and then a shot on the side? And I'm just like, it's open bar. Yep, You're gonna do yep, what you need to do. Yep. And so I'm like, okay, I need to relax because every other night doing this, <laughs> my liver is screaming. And so yeah, but I'm just like, oh, if I take a break. 
maybe I can do it like that. Maybe still go to the events and just get a lemonade or get, you know, just old, like water. Because I'm a water drinker too. So I'm like, I can do water. But this open bar is beginning me. I know. Something I've been doing is, it's not probably not the best for you, obviously, all the time, but I'll just do a soda or like a strawberry lemonade mm. or something. Like the bartender can make a mean strawberry lemonade or a mocktail. I'll be like, what's a good mocktail? And they usually have fun Ooh. doing it, you know, and they'll put a little mint on it or something yeah. or a mojito or something. But it's just, no, it tastes the same. You just, you're not getting drunk and you're like, huh, this still tastes good. And I still have a drink in my hand. I'm still sipping. Exactly. Maybe I'll try that. Do a little mocktail. Oh, and a strawberry lemonade. Mm hmm. Cause I'm like, oh, you know, I love my, I'm a whiskey drinker. So I'm like, I'm my good Jack. Oh, I love my, you know. <laughs> whiskey. Oh, you be having some nights. Okay. You know, whiskey, is not, it levels me out. It's the tequila that gets me crazy. That's why I'm oh, yeah, like, I'm the tequila. That's what I call it. Because um, <laughs> it has me on my ass. Whiskey, I'm like, oh, I'm fun. I'm flirty. I'm doing, you know, I'm invincible. Tequila, I'm okay. like, call the police because... <laughs> I got a guy. You know what I mean? Lock me up. At this point, I'm in jail for the weekend at least. So <laughs> I'm like, let me just stay with the whiskey. <laughs> Listen, at least you know, you know, you know your limits and you know what you can take because mm -hmm. yeah, I love me some tequila. I I, I did. I love to me some tequila mm -hmm. in the past. In my past life. <laughs> now that I was now that I'm a sober girly, it's it's water. Um or a sprite. A good crisp sprite always hits. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. but but yeah, Howard, well, that's all I have for you, really. I'm really glad we got to chat and kind of reminisce on how crazy LA is. And I'm really proud of you. You are crushing it. I'm always living vicariously through you guys on Instagram. I'm like, oh, I want to be on the red carpet. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna, I'm like, oh, I want to be in Vegas. I want to, oh, I'm like, oh, I want to come. Um, yeah, everybody's crushing it. And it's just crazy how... You know, I think we were also focused on the dream and, and making it. We all knew we would make it. I don't yes. think we all knew what that looked like at the time. Right. And so it's so funny now when all the people I met when I was first got to LA, we were either interns or working a couple of jobs or didn't have a place or just work or had a solid job or whatever. But now I'm like, we got red carpet, yeah. we got TMZ, we got Drew making MTV shows. Yes. I got, you know, friends producing Netflix shows and have Emmys and working on billboard. And my other friend that I was supposed to live with, she works for a record label. Wow. And she's always at, it's just crazy. And I'm like, wow, we all moved here with a couple suitcases. Yeah. In the dream. <laughs> truly, truly. We're out here kicking it, you know, kicking butt. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's just like, it's you crazy. just always have to like pinch yourself because it's like, okay, I'm living this dream. Like I'm actually out here. And just to say like, even just saying like, I'm living in LA, even if you're not working towards a dream, you can say I'm living in LA. Give it is yes. tough, but somehow I'm doing it. Yes. Not a penny to my name, but is the roof over my head. So And a lot of people don't have that. Exactly. Oh, for real, a lot of people don't have that okay. in LA. And also I remember reading articles of like at some crazy amount of people, it was like maybe 20, 30,000 people move to LA every summer or every year. Wow. And then I think they said more than half those people end up going back after less than a year. They end up going back to wherever they came from. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so, I believe it because it, it's, it's tough. I believe, look, LA, what, LA, New York, Miami, they feel like the toughest cities. Oh, and yeah, I, think, like, I believe it. Randomly, like Austin or Houston or something like that is now being just as tough as something like that or Atlanta. I'm like, ooh. You know, people, but the people are doing it. 
They're doing it. You're it's, you're doing it. Yeah. And if I like anybody listening who's ever wanted to move to LA or just make the move somewhere, mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah. And you're gonna look up and you're gonna just be doing it. Like they do, there's no big grand moment. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, <laughs> you're you were sleeping on a couch. I was on the floor on an air mattress mm-hmm. with negative fifty dollars in my account. Like there's there is no it's it's not how it looks on the Kardashians. It's not how it looks on Vanderpump Rules. No. That was my mistake. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> Stassi, I want to be like la la. Like it was so bad. And then I got there and I'm like, not me on air mattress, like <laughs> you know, like a dead fish. Like okay, <laughs> it was humbling. It's humbling, but you will make it. You will get there, and it'll you'll look back and be really grateful for it. And I always used to hear people's story about, I went to LA with my last, you know, Terrence, I think it was, yes. was it Terrence Howard? Who was like, I had a, just a couple bucks in my pocket oh. or the actor on Friends who was like, I took, I drove in my car yes. and I lived in my car. And it's like, it may not be that extreme for some, but it's, it there, it's rough. It's rough, but you can do it. I think it was like even Taraji P. Hinton when she said she came out to LA with just her child and $700 and was just doing, she was doing extra work, background work until, you know, she was auditioning and things like that. And then, you know, Hustling, waitress, doing hustling, all that. Mm-hmm. hustling. Yep. So it will come to you, but you got to be ready to put in that work. Mm-hmm. LA is not somewhere where things just—I won't say things don't just come to you because they can, but it's like you do got to be putting in that work or knowing the right people. Right. Exactly. Let your work you speak know? for yourself. So when the right people do come along and they ask you, like, "Hey, you got this? You got that? You ready? Like, yep. What you need? I got this. I can be here. I can do this." Mm-hmm. And let LA do it. Yep. I one of my inspirations is Issa Rae. I'm like, and she's from LA. Mm-hmm. She had, she yep. spent on YouTube. Sis was like, all I have yep. is three dollars, and you know, but I got a camera, and now yep. Issa Rae, and so yep. hey, I know, I know, and I kick myself for letting, and it's not too late, but like mm-hmm. I kick myself for kind of stopping my TikTok kind of oh, track yeah. that I was on, you know, because now TikTok is the algorithm's different, and there's so many people mm-hmm. on there, and it's hard to get viral again. And for a minute, a lot of my videos were going viral, and I was like, dang, I and I that. You're, um, and I just let it go. The one for Walmart, when you did the fashion show mm-hmm. one, and Walmart had commented, and I think another major endorsement deal had commented on yours, you were killing the game. I remember that. And I, why did I let it go? So I told myself, whatever the new app is after this, I'm on yeah. it, okay? <laughs> I'm doing dances, I'm lip singing, whatever, what do you need from me? I'm on it because youtube we kind of passed that oh, right yeah. Issa ray she was in her prime yeah. youtube is i i post my podcast on youtube by the way i have three subscribers okay <laughs> youtube is hard okay <laughs> yeah we missed that wave. <laughs> okay we missed the wave uh instagram where the algorithm we don't miss that yeah. you know the vlog the vlog era that's a wrap oh, yeah. you know so in the tiktok girlies who made it they made it oh. and it's kind of hard for new girlies to come in yeah. you know so Whatever's next, sign me up. We're going to be right there. Listen, now that Twitter's going to rebrand into X, maybe we can make Twitter into something. Cause... Something. Because I'm like, I keep, I miss the opportunity and I'm, I'm not done. Okay. Pick me. One of these apps, don't pick me up and pay the bills. Okay. When I hear what some of these influencers make, and I'm, no, I know you know, I'm like, Destiny. It's, I said, off of one post. And are you doing this dancing? I could do a two step. I can, I can learn it. I think you make how much? Oh, just 30000 Just 30000 Get out of my face. For a TikTok. For a, tic- for a TikTok. For one TikTok. That's mm-hmm. just, and that's just the minimum. That's just like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, all I had to do was show a coin. All I had to do was show this product, 30000 You want me to actually dance and sing with it? Oh, that's going to be 100 k To do the action, to do 
something we do every day. They're just, it's crazy what these influencers are charging. That's why I'm like, bitch, what, what, what can I do? What can I Listen, that part. So, right. So I'm with you. I'm with you. We're going to find our niche again. We're going to find our fire and our desire. Okay. And we're going to get back in the groove. It's time. Okay. <laughs> I'm money motivated now. So, okay. <laughs> okay. I'll do just about anything for a dollar. So, listen, and I'm not afraid of you know, reality TV. If it knocks on my door, hello. I'm, I, I'm not I'm not above it. Put me on the show. Drew, put me okay. on the show. When's the next show you got coming out? <laughs> and that's what's so funny is we have friends who cast for these shows. But we, we're just like, well, this is just my friend. Why am I going to go out for it? And that's just her job, yeah, right? Like, I'm like, not going to be like, this is, hey, girl, put me yeah, on. Yeah, because you don't even think about it. It's like, oh, you're just working your job. But then it's just like, well, wait a minute. Someone-so was doing this, and someone-so was getting it through this way. I'm like, hey, friend. I know this is your job, but do you think you could just kind of put my application to your coworker, and that way I don't even we don't even have to have a conflict. That's it. Yep. Just give it to mm -hmm. your coworker, and you know, nudge me into the room, and I'll do the rest. That's it. That's it. That's all you That's gotta it. do. That's it. If they call me for love and hip hop, hey, I'm a rapper now. <laughs> it's most Not love and hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> if they bring back love and hip hop Hollywood, I'm hey, I can spend sixteen. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I could kind of see you on there. You That's know what the I'm funny saying? part. Like, hey, y'all. So I met with my homegirl, Lyrica, and she had told me, boom, <laughs> there you go. So I had to meet her at the <laughs> studio where I was laying down some tracks. Let's see? Howard, the acting, the child acting came it through. It's coming through. <laughs> <laughs> Those auditions are coming through, honey, because I believe it. Not Lyrica. <laughs> She said, Lyrica, okay, I'm here with Yandy. Yandy's coming to the studio with Mendeecee. Like. <laughs> Did you know Mendeecee was cheating on Yandy again? I saw him at the club with Shaquana, but I'm not going to tell Yandy because Yandy's my girl. <laughs> Howard, listen, if anybody in casting is listening to this, you got to put Howard on, yeah. okay? Put me and Destiny on. You know, we could just sit in No, no, you first. <laughs> well, I'm, I don't think I can do Love and Hip Hop. They'd hurt me because <laughs> I would... <laughs> My mouth too uh, quick. I'd be saying too many fighting words. They be trying to. They fight me. I love, and I can't fight. I'm a. They gonna beat my ass on TV. So I'm not gonna go on. Well, let's just start. We'll start small. Maybe we can do. Um, because I can't really cook. So maybe I could do that worst cook in America show. I could do that. Oh yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So start small. Start small. Yeah. Start small. Yeah. I could do like the circle or something or oh, like a. No, actually, I could actually see you on the circle. Could you see it? I really could. Mm -hmm. I might apply. I don't know if they're casting, oh, but right. a, if they are, I'm applying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. Well, Howard, thank you. This has been so fun been catching so fun. up. Um, tell the people where they can find you about your podcast, where they can listen, all of the above. Yes, so you can listen to my podcast, The Shop Then with Howard the Third on. Ooh, child, I almost forgot. <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeart. Um, podcast, and then you can follow me on social media. Um, well, really, all my social media is at Howard the Third, or I think Twitter is different, or X. It's the Howard Three RD. Okay, mm -hmm. you heard it here, mm -hmm. people. That's how to get in touch with Howard. Okay. He's out here doing his thing. He's on the red carpet. He's taking trips. He's on the in the streets. In the streets. Hey, bring me along. I can be your big cousin, your big brother, whatever. Just bring me along to the streets. <laughs> 
You coming to LA? I'll I be your tour guide. <laughs> yes, I love that. And if I'm back in LA, I'll let you know. Yeah, um, definitely. One of these days. I got to come take a trip. Maybe At soon. least a trip. You don't, yeah. Even if you don't want to stay, just come for the weekend. Get a nice little holiday weekend. Boom. Yeah, mm-hmm. I might have to. Thanks for tuning into Swipe Society. Please rate us and leave us a five-star review on Spotify and anywhere else you listen to this podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, subscribe, comment, and share. If you're not already, please give us a follow on Instagram at Swipe Society Pod and send all questions and inquiries to hello at SwipeSocietyPod.com. Don't forget, we drop new episodes every Wednesday. Chat soon!